You're tuning in with your host, Jesse Elliott, an old soul in a young world. Tune in, tune in, tune in. We're here to chop it up about the reality of life of being an old soul. Come in and find yourself, internal wealth. Tune in to old soul in a young world. Old Souls Souls, Young Souls and all my damn souls in between Welcome back to another week of Old Soul in the Young World With your host, Jesse Ellie Guys, it didn't explode on my hand this week You know what happened the last couple weeks Sam missed it, but you know, it it happened, yo Um, I am super excited to introduce you guys to a dope guest that we have on the show Um, You know the people that I've been having on are here to motivate um, Our entrepreneurs are doing awesome things around the Boston area Trying to make a come up Um, And we're supporting that because we love it And we love cannabis so I just want to welcome Sam Cantor from Dinner at Mary's. What's going on? Hi. <laughs> okay. Um, and we just chit-chatted a lot, actually, before the show started. We were kind of just chopping it up. Um, so I will kind of let you explain what it is, um, kind of maybe when it started. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So Dinner at Mary's started ooh, January of last year. So I guess we're two and a half years in. Um which seems like a long time, doesn't feel like that long of a time. (laughs) Um, We started doing primarily... that is, though. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like... I mean, yeah, yeah, we've been been doing things for a while. I was doing cannabis events before um, with with another group, um, but Dinner Mary's was was started um, once that group ended, and um, we were doing primarily ticketed events and private catering. Okay. Um, During COVID, we shifted to start doing meal kits. Um, so meal kits have been the most consistent thing we've done during COVID since obviously we couldn't do events. Um, and our meal kits, we do three courses. They serve two people. We have a weekly menu, so it's different every week. Um, and it comes with a optional THC gift. Woo! I love this these is, little bottles. Um, so this is actually a little bit more full than they come in the kits. Um, okay. But yeah, it's 20 milligrams. You can add it to the meal kit as you're preparing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get to decide what your dosage is. So that's something that's really important to dinner Mary. It's 20 per meal kit? 20 per meal kit. So it's okay. 10 milligrams a person. Okay. Um, but a lot of people use like that's only five dose. or small amount yeah. um, and kind of save the oil. So we find yeah. that it's really good for the can of curious people that yeah. haven't tried it in a while, want to dip their toe back in. Um, so the meal kits have been great. Starting hopefully to do events again, and we're doing a lot of private catering um, as well. So we are a cannabis events and meal kit company. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love cannabis, guys. You already know. Um, But the thing is, it's very different. You know, uh, you don't see a lot of stuff like this around here. Um, Well, me, you're the first person I come across who has ever done this. And I thought when I heard about it, I'm like, that's crazy. Is that legal? How is she even doing this? Um, Yes and no. (laughs) Yes and no. Yeah, there's there's a lot of gray area to cannabis. I mean, yeah. as I'm sure you know. 100%. There's just so many rules. There it's are... legal and not legal right, right now, so right. that's what it is. It's so interesting. I think the common misconception is that it's a recreational legal drug and you can do whatever you want with it, and that's just absolutely not true. Um, there are so many things that are... We act like it, though. Right. And, well, but yes, it's like, yes and no. I mean, yeah. it depends on who you are. I mean, like, well, there's... Like, I have certainly had my, you know, issues with the law when it comes to cannabis. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I think that I, have, I, I think I have some privilege though as well, and Same. and I think a lot of other people don't. So I think it really depends on who you are and what you're doing. I and appreciate you recognizing that. I, I mean, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I think that there's there's a lot of things that I get away with that other people wouldn't, and I, right. it's not because I think that I shouldn't be able to do what I'm no. doing, but I think that other people should be able to do what they're doing, and, yes. and they're not necessarily. Yes. Um, I definitely do things as legally as possible. Yep. Um, moving towards fully full legality with um, the cannabis line and partnering with licensed entity. Um, we are using a gifting model right now, um, mm-hmm. which is a legal way to do things. Um, but it is there is a lot of gray area. Um, yeah. As far as infusion goes, I think that's that's something that a lot of people don't know that putting cannabis into food from a if it's not in a dispensary uh, specific procedure right. is not legal, and that's not legal anywhere in the country. Okay. So even California, like their lounges or their restaurants that are cannabis based, they're not putting cannabis into the food. Um, they're, you can smoke while you're Yeah, like eating. weed cafes or right, like, things okay, like that. Like but putting cannabis into food is not legal yet because it's not an FDA approved food additive. So it adulters the food. Yeah. Anybody that's made pot brownies knows that that's not adultering the food. That's enhancing the food. Let's be real. But, Facts. <laughs> but the FDA has not proven that it doesn't change the molecular structure of either. And like that, that doesn't cause something else. It's It will be added to that. I mean, okay. the FDA takes a long time to do things. Right, right. That will only happen once federalization well, we're the, happens. We're in the baby stage of like cannabis yeah. food uh I don't even know what to call it, the cannabis food business right. um, yes, industry. Yes. Um, absolutely. And yeah. even even in a dispensary scenario, right. um, so in, you know, I can piggyback off of a license and I can create my products in um, their production facility. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but then there's all these regulations. It has to be shelf stable. It needs to be um, right. certain things. So like right. actual cannabis food um, is something that we're still pretty far away from, um, from a completely legal standpoint, yep. which is frustrating. It is frustrating, but it, you're still able to have the business and operate it and um, yes. with a license uh, no, or not so with the license? we are not licensed. No, we okay. use a gifting model. Um, so the, well, I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, what's a gifting model for those listening in and myself who so, don't know? <laughs> um, so you can gift up to one ounce of cannabis per for a person. Are you saying like, here's a gift to you? Yes, you can give <laughs> yeah. a gift of cannabis. I love I, that. You cannot sell cannabis without a license. Okay. You can gift without a license. Okay. Um, there are extra rules to that yes, and, and yes. what scenarios gifting is okay, where that cannabis is coming from, things right, like that. Right. Um, so I want to necessarily get into specifics about that, but gifting is, um, is a model that works in when when you're following the, the for rules. a small business, do yes you feel no. like so okay. it cannot be in conjunction with the sale of another item? So your gift oh, has to be available regardless. Okay. Um, it cannot be. I mean, and there's a lot of people that like, oh, buy a T-shirt for fifty bucks, and yeah, you're, you know, getting. I was just paid. thinking about that. Like yeah, people that who start clothing legal. companies are right. That is not a legal yeah. thing, and it also depends on like what they want to pursue, and it's difficult for legislation because it's something that's going to be legal. We're obviously moving in that direction. Yeah. So it's hard to enforce certain things and it's mm-hmm. hard when people don't know the specific regulations on what they are enforcing. Yeah. Obviously when you're building a business you want to be well, aware we were of that. talking and, about that like you're contracting with different companies right. and so if trying to figure out rules and yeah, if I work with a dispensary and yeah. I'm working with their license that will change my model pretty dramatically. Right. Um and because dispensaries cannot gift mm-hmm. as well. So it will change the model um but it will be under a fully like legal right. scenario. So right. yeah, exactly. there's a lot of red tape yeah. Um, but in a lot of ways around that red tape, there because are you're some still ways, here. There are some ways around <laughs> it. Um, but I mean, I think what's the most important about why these regulations are in place mm-hmm. is at least the intention is for public safety. 
Of course. And I take public safety really seriously. And I think that that's one of the reasons that I've been successful because I'm not just giving a ton of weed to people that don't like know what they're doing. Like willy-nilly selling weed. Right. I mean, yeah. these are Anyone specific dosage. It's right. low dose. Right. Um, this is a controlled healthy environment. Food. <laughs> it's healthy food. Crazy. And it's, um, I mean, I mean, we're not dealing with a, a very dangerous thing, but there's an educational right. aspect as well. So on every recipe, you're understanding and, and it's it's explaining what a dosage means, how long it takes to for to affect you. Um, do you put like side like effects? That. So so I do. I I talk about um, how long the onset will be, essentially up to two hours, right. um, and make suggestions on dosage. So when I do private catering, that's a conversation I have with everybody at the table. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do individualized doses mm-hmm. for um, for our private catering, which is something I think that sets us apart. Um, so not everyone has to be a heavy header to enjoy one of these meals. Right. The catering event I did this past weekend, we had, you know, two or three people that were not participating in cannabis at all. We always usually have at least one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a few people at five milligrams. Our recommended is 10 milligrams. So it's optional at your It's events. optional, yes. Yeah, so, okay. so you don't need to decide before you get there as long as you're kind of in a specific realm of, of milligram. Um, but I talk to every person individually, find out the dosages, and we are dosing on site specifically to your preference. Okay. So you decide what your what your milligram experience will be for the for the evening. Wow. That's which amazing. which I think yeah. is is what makes it, it a really interesting a really, experience. Because yeah, I'm a low dose range. person. Like I don't I don't take more than five milligrams at a time. Yeah. Like there is no shame in the microdose game. Yeah. Um, is what I try to explain to people during that because five milligrams is a great place to be. Exactly. Um, there's a lot of things that affect your you know tolerance, size being one of them. That's my excuse. But um, and people want different experiences. Like right. so, you you can you decide you create your own adventure and yeah. and a, and, a and based off like race. your tolerance or whatever it is that exactly. you yeah. So I think that's different for each individual. So it's nice that you give a range because right because I mean there are some people that want twenty five milligrams. Right. There's some and people wait, that so want five. People don't have to have any cannabis. You can right. do an event and they can just absolutely. have to enjoy and the, the food. food is good enough that they're going to absolutely enjoy their time. So yes. we are not just a cannabis catering company. We cater non infused as well. Wait, what was your quote? Hold on. We put, we put the high in high end. I love that, guys. <laughs> we put the high in high end. <laughs> uh, but we do we do not infuse as well. And with my restaurant background, I mean, there's there's plenty of events that I'm doing that are not cannabis related. Okay. The food quality is the same. Um, okay. We are we're putting out a, a very a very high end um, restaurant quality product. Right. That's amazing. And what is the so do you work with a certain company for the food aspect of it? So I have chefs that I work with okay. um, specifically. So um, we have rotated a few times. There are different chefs I use for different yeah. things. Um, I would love to have a little bit more consistency in that and mm-hmm. have, you know, a chef that wants to grow with the company yeah. that yeah. does everything. Um, but I have a great network of chefs. Um, right. So I have chefs that work on the meal kits. Mm-hmm. I have chefs that do our private catering. I have chefs that do our events. Um, and we do some really interesting, unique things. So a lot of times I'm choosing that chef based on mm-hmm. specifically what we're doing. Like we did, we did the event that we did this past weekend. Um, they were really into caviar. Um, oh, cool. and so we did a caviar aspect so of their So they can like request that Yeah. You? So we do customized, customized menu for every okay. event. Um, we do have kind of like a sample menu in a certain format we typically follow. We do a five course usually. Yeah. Um, but they wanted to incorporate caviar, um, they love Island Creek caviar and Ooh, one of the chefs from fans. Island Creek. So one of, the, <laughs> one of the chefs that used to work for Island Creek was actually catered that dinner. Wow. Um, so 
Yeah, it's, it's, that must it's, have been a great event. It was a great event. People had a great time. Yeah. And, and honestly, these events go super, super well. Like, yeah. I've, I've never had a bad event mm-hmm. um, How did you as inf- far as Dinner Mary's goes. <laughs> How did you infuse the caviar? Um, we did not infuse the caviar. Oh, so, okay. I was like, um, that's very interesting. So it's interesting. You can do, like, an interesting, like, caviar pearl situation. Okay, um, yeah. But, but yeah, not every element is infused. So we're using an infused olive oil, which is the product that we will be creating mm-hmm. um, for dispensaries. That's in these bottles right here, right? That's what's, yeah, so okay. this is what we're using. Um, and for people, sorry, not watching the video who's listening to the podcast right now, um, Sam has like a small bottle, kind of looks like a little light bulb. Um, and you said it was 10 milligrams? This is 20 mil- Actually, this is, this is more than 20 milligrams. What we give out is 20 milligrams, which is okay. to the top of this bulb. Um, this is a full one. So this is probably closer to 30 milligrams okay, in this gotcha. actual um, gotcha. bottle. But, um, they're very classy. I just wanted to say. They're very cute. It took a while to find <laughs> bottles that I liked. Um, and yeah, these are great. I just yeah. ordered some more. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is what comes in the meal kits. Uh, but okay. we're typically using that olive oil um, for for our offsite events as well, mm-hmm. um, for, for our catering. We use that, okay. that olive oil for our infusion. That it's, I'm an olive oil girl. I think it's very versatile. It is. You um, can use it in so many things. So many, so many oh ways. And we typically have a crudo on our, our list, so it's, you can use it as a finishing oil in a lot right. of our dishes, and we design it that way. Um, and that and makes it like a lot easier to do. I it's a nice light base, too. Like, absolutely. Yeah, it's not too heavy on the, the meal as well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and our dosage, we do, it's about 5 milligrams per teaspoon. Um, okay. So we're using it as a culinary product, but not overwhelming a dish with it. So gotcha. the, the potency comes into play there. Gotcha. So um, are you a chef or are you a, a cannabis? Like, I, I like, what am not would a you chef. consider I yourself? I as being a chef. Okay. I, are you a nutritionist? No. You act like you're one. Like, I, I don't mean I it like that, like food. in a good way. Like you yeah, sound no, like you're I one. I know a lot about food. Yeah. Um, that's primarily from my restaurant experience. And I've been in the restaurant industry for... Ugh, 17 years. Oh, don't age like yourself, girl. Long time, long time I've been working in restaurants. Um, and that's where my background is. And yeah. I have a ton of friends that are chefs and and a lot of people that are close to me are, are chefs. And mm-hmm. um, I've learned a lot from them. I am a good cook. Right. But I do not have culinary <laughs> like, I'll training. I'll give myself that. I definitely, no, I'm a, I'm a great cook. And I um, have, I'd say, more skills than the average person because I do ask a lot of my chef friends too for like some nice yeah. skills and like certain things like that. Um, well, you can train yourself too if you want to yeah, just mean, mess around the kitchen that's an and practice. That you can absolutely, yeah. Create right. your, I, I feel more comfortable on the like menu planning side and like yeah. writing menus um, versus executing. I wouldn't be able to execute one of these five course meals by myself. Yep. Um, so if you go but, to an event by Sam Cantor, you will not be. I'm not I'm, being chefed up by prep. Sam Cantor. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be cooking your food, but I might be like prepping some of yeah, it. I yeah, do. I, pre- I do you. help prep the meal kits every week. Like I yeah. certainly. I'm involved in that aspect, but I am I am not the chef. Yeah, that's amazing though. But you enjoy it as a hobby, so I that's do. dope. Yeah, I enjoy it. I I love eating food. I eat anything that's considered food. Um, no dietary restrictions in that sense. <laughs> I will literally eat anything that's considered food. Um, and yeah, and I and I love it. And I love experimenting with it. And like I love anything? running menus. Any, anything. Cow tongue. Of course. Whoa. Tongue, tongue sandwich. Whoa, my, actually, the my tongue grandma, sandwich. My grandmother used to love tongue sandwiches. That, that's fun. Like, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> um, yeah, that's like a thing. That's like a Jewish deli thing. It's oh, a tongue wow. sandwich. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just whipped out the perfect example. That was too easy for you then. <laughs> I, mean, I, will, I will try. I'm not saying I like everything, no, I but I, You'll give I will it a try, try anything. I yeah. do not get grossed out by food. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you got to try. I mean, 
and every culture is different and people eat different things, different cultures. I eat everything. Yeah. And that gives you an, also a palette for like what you could create or what you want to create or ideas. You yeah, know what I mean, I'm it's saying? It's cool for the catering because sometimes you have some clients that want to do some weird and funky things. Yeah. The meal kits have to be a little more accessible because it's more of like for a big crowd. And when I'm doing events, events are also created that way where you're dealing with like a, kind of a plethora of dietary restrictions. So you want to have, you want to make sure you have right. gluten-free options and vegetarian options mm-hmm. and things that people recognize because it's easier for them to wrap their heads around. Right. Um, a, a lot of food consumption is about psychology in my opinion. Um, but it is cool when we get like, like if I did a birthday dinner, like I would want all the funky weird stuff. Yeah. yeah um, right. So <laughs> like that's how I eat in restaurants. How I eat in restaurants is different than how my events and meal kits across mm-hmm. because I want those to like be adventurous but your right. meal kits are more like they're, they're what more people accessible. can relate to exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah it's more accessible so could you give us an example of a couple of your meal kits yes yeah, so the one that we have on sale right now is um it's all autumn all the time all um, autumn all the time yeah, so we hey I love that are, <laughs> yeah so we're we're sticking with fall stuff quite a bit um yeah. this one so it's always three courses first course are turkey meatballs with a cranberry chutney Oof. um we What's have a chutney? a chutney is like a Sorry to it's, stop you. Um, it's just... almost like a it's like a jam, but with a little bit more texture to it. So okay. a chutney is basically it's a condiment. Okay, gotcha. Um, but it like has a soft, it has gravy, some thick. Yeah, but like... it's, but a chutney typically has a little bit more. Um, it's not like a pourable sauce. It's more of like a yeah jam, for example. Okay, with gotcha. the texture to it. Um, and then second course, we're doing a um, delicata squash ravioli mm. with sage and brown butter. Um, and the third course. Is oh we're doing like a pumpkin spice bread with like dates and molasses. Oh wow! So it's like very fall. We try to be super seasonal with the meal yeah. kits because we're only doing them for one week. Um, yeah, so that's one on, on sale right now. The one that we actually just prepared yesterday, delivering tomorrow, is our devil's lettuce kit for Halloween. Oh my gosh, it's so um, cute! So wow, that one's great cool. I'm excited ideas. about that one. So we're doing like devil's lettuce wraps. Okay. Um, so it's lettuce, wrap, lettuce wraps for the first course, and then we're doing um, like a hellfire chicken, which is actually kind of chicken. Tiki masala. So okay. it's like an Indian. Hellfire um, chicken. <laughs> yeah. And then we're doing like these. a pumpkin mousse with that one. That's um, cool. Yeah. So that's, um, yeah, they're cool. I mean, I have a lot of fun writing yeah. menus with the chefs and yeah. uh, we really try to do something when different. When the Thanksgiving one go to? Because we're dropping this. Uh, so this podcast is going to be coming out the first. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be the so, running through the first? Let's see. So in case people, will, you know, hear this and they're like, I need right. that chutney. Yeah, so, <laughs> so that is on sale until Tuesday the 2nd. At okay, 3 so we might, we're at um, the limit, guys, we, so get yours yeah, now. So, yeah, so well, the, the orders will close at 3 yes. p.m. on Tuesday, and okay. then Thursday is when we deliver. Cool. Um, but, we, yeah, we'll, we'll have another one out okay. um, that week, too. So, you so check. the menu comes out Monday? The menu usually comes out Wednesday Wednesdays. for Tuesday um, order closing. So you have almost a week to order okay. every day. So you we, can consider what you want. And Yeah, so and sometimes we, I mean, if we get ahead of it, then we... Yeah. Plan weeks out, and yeah. you can order in advance. We right. also have gift cards, stuff like that, if you ever want to, like, oh, give it to somebody awesome. else to order in the future. Okay. And this is, it switches up. So it's, like, yeah, every it's week. every week. We've new. never doubled up. And there's no option. So it's not like, oh, you can pick. So we do have a vegetarian option on some. So we do some vegetarian okay. optional. We do a lot of gluten-free kits. So if it's a gluten-free kit, it's always gluten-free. Like, the whole thing's gluten-free. Okay. Um, Still awesome. Still tastes yeah, amazing. Yeah, I don't like to do, like... <laughs> fake gluten stuff, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, yeah, I so that. I want it to be naturally gluten-free. Mm-hmm. So we're using like rice and potatoes versus right. pasta, for example. Right. Um, so we do a lot of gluten-free kits. We find that those can be really popular and, and they work for a lot of people. We do some veg optional kits where you get to choose if you'd like a vegetarian um, okay. 
substitute. So I'm that. actually a vegetarian, so that's really awesome. Actually, yeah, so I, I appreciate that. Kid, yeah, but, but it's um, nice but to have we, that. Yeah, but when yeah. we stay with the, um, you know, we, we release the menu, we'll say if it's veg optional. So like this, yeah. the devil's lettuce, we have like a tofu option instead. Oh, cool. Um, so yeah, we do offer that for a decent okay. amount. Hey, good to know. Yeah. I'm going to have to try one. I uh, like, absolutely I, yo, I need one. It's kind one. of crazy you haven't. So it would have. 78th kit. I think we've been doing it for 70 weeks. Actually longer because we've taken a few weeks what? off. Yeah, we've been doing it for, we basically started like, I think in April of COVID. Like we, we started pretty quickly. Yeah. So the, wait, so this was just an event business before COVID. It was, it and was, then you yeah, switched it, was, it, it because, of, yeah. So, or was this like in the making already? No, this was this was really COVID Damn, motivated. You work on your feet, girl. You have That's to. That's amazing. You have to. Yo, so, this is a real entrepreneur, guys. Like, <laughs> listen in. Take the um, tips. I am a serial entrepreneur. That is accurate. She's a serial entrepreneur. I, I feel like I, I have like to call I know no other that. way. Like I know no other other way. Like it's. I feel like once you're an entrepreneur, like you can't you can't go back. Like no, nah, you get addicted. Just, yeah, I'm, yeah, I am. I am a hardcore. I feel like the podcast has got me hooked now. I'm like, all right, how am well, I going to make this bigger? Being your own boss is addictive. It yeah. is also super hard. I mean, I'm not in any way, shape, or form trying to say that it's not, but yeah. um, but it's it's a way of life. I, I can't imagine my life any other way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you really have to think of your feet. I have pivoted, I feel like, a million times. There's always something happening. Obstacles, guys. There's always so obstacles. So many obstacles. Um, but yeah, so the, the meal kits have really taken off. And then it, when we kind of created that oil in um, a more significant way and like in a more consistent way, that's when we started garnering attention of dispensaries to create that as, as a real culinary product, a real cannabis product. Um, so that's the direction we're moving in is to really do a cannabis product line. So it would be oil cannabis or you want to do bud oil. cannabis? Um, so we would be, we'll be selling THC infused olive oil. Okay. In, in, dispensaries. in dispensaries. Yes. That, that, that's fire. That's amazing. <laughs> um, I'm very excited for that to happen. It's going to take a little bit, but yeah. we are in process of doing that. So I'm, I'm excited. And we have, there's a lot of culinary products um that i want to include in that line as well so i'm excited yeah so it's like starting kind of with the olive oil base and being able to mix in like actual food maybe yeah so, in so the, olive oil in is the, i mean a great way to easily infuse what yeah. you're doing um what you're whatever you're cooking i mean you can, and you don't need to cook with it you can just prepare with it so i do a lot of vinaigrettes i make my own vinaigrettes mm -hmm. and this olive oil works great for that and you can also so mix you can it just with normal do like olive oil. bread like dipping absolutely, bread and absolutely. like, yeah, at wow. you know, a dispensary opening I was doing, I mean, it was a non-infused version, but uh -huh. just having people try that olive oil with a baguette, I mean, it, it's great olive oil. I mean, it's olive oil you want to use. Yeah. So I wouldn't use it for cooking quality. or frying. I think it's, it's a really high quality olive oil and it tastes great. And that's, that's yeah. one of the reasons I updated my infusion process as well, because I was using raw flour. It has, you know, a lot of earthy tones to it. I felt like you couldn't taste the olive oil the way that I wanted you to. Mm. Um, so I did, I, I switched to using tincture so that you can really taste that olive oil. And it really feels like wow. a culinary product um, that you could use at any time. And, yeah. and it's not really affecting um, the flavor like it like it was with the raw flour. It's so crazy. Like when you talk, I feel like you have so much passion into what you're talking about. Like I can feel the love behind this business. I mean, I like the about experimentation. It, it. Like <laughs> it sounds like you literally like, you know, if something doesn't work, you go back, you start again. If that doesn't work, you go back, you start again. Like I mean, that's that's entre like that's entrepreneurship. Yeah. Like, and like people to... listening in, like that's important. Like if you're trying to start a business, like I think Sam's a great example. Like it's not just like, OK, you're yeah, everything's like, you know, daisy and dandy. And like you're just going to keep going, keep going. Yeah, like. Yeah. Not. No, you have to hit the obstacles. Like we were just talking, yes. we don't have to get too much into it, but um, 
Yeah. Dem's, you know, in a predicament right now where she's going through an obstacle and trying to come up and there, and, there are obstacles every yeah. single day. Yeah. And which is fine. Right. I mean, it is what it is, what I signed up for, but I'd say I have I've had more than most. Yeah. Um, but it makes it that much better when you get to where you want to be. The success too. is so much sweeter. Uh, but yeah, it's Ugh. it's hard, man. Like there's always. So I mean, hard. the original chef that I was working with for dinner at Mary's was stealing from the company. Mm. Like Excuse thousands me? of dollars, thousands of dollars from the company wow. behind my back. I wish we could name drop right now. I won't name drop, but a lot of people know who he is. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> no, um, just kidding. But yeah, yeah what, I mean, that's fucked up. Like, why yeah. out of somebody's hard earned business? It's too bad. It's too bad. I think that there was some miscommunication yeah. on on really what his role was yeah, yeah, um, yeah. to be honest um, but, but no he, he took what. he took advantage yeah, is, stealing is, is never okay yeah stealing is yeah. not okay and using the company card for your own stuff is not cool not cool um, especially when you're doing it for a long time and, and spend when a lot you're of money working on it. for a small business who's starting up on right. the come up trying to do something right. great this is, this like, is not a corporate pocket he's stealing out of it was mine yeah. it was directly, directly in my pocket he did not put a dollar into the business it was completely funded by me ay 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 so any any yeah. of that money is was yeah, yeah direct out of pocket so if you can go through that it's like just proof that it's like yo you can still come on the other side be a better person still keep your business going still believe yeah, in the well, dream that you have I didn't, like, skip, I didn't skip a week um, yeah. with that situation oh, she didn't so, skip a week you know, yo. absolutely not like there's there are You're ways so to roll punches, <laughs> and you have to. You got to roll with the punches. You got to make things happen. I mean, yeah. that's like it's just it is what it is. And yeah. then you, you I mean, as long as you have that focus, then you're like, I'm gonna make this happen, and then I'll figure out how to prevent this in the future, or yeah. I will, you know, I'll figure out something. Like, you, I mean, you you want to prevent it from happening again, problem and you want to just, just streamline for the future. But like yeah. in the moment, you solve the problem, you make it happen, and then you figure it out later. And um. Honestly, just listening to you, it's pretty inspiring. And I hope that everyone listening in is inspired as well. But it also sounds like a mindset. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people oh, could yeah. go through the same situation you went through, but they would come out with a whole nother uh, reaction or interaction with that person or with whatever. Yeah, it's it's easy. I think especially during COVID to get like Whew. knocked down. Just be like, do I really want to do this like, anymore? Like, just stay down. Yeah, you feel like, me? right. Like, like, fuck this. Yeah. Basically, like, yeah. I don't want to. Like, and and I have those days, and my network, my friends will Same. tell you that. Like, Same. that happens where I'm like, is this something I really want to do? Especially during COVID. I mean, it gave me an opportunity to really look at what I was doing in both of my companies. Yeah. And really rework a lot of things because when you're in the day to day too, it's hard to like see outside of it and see the forest through the trees. COVID did give me the opportunity, I think, to really make my businesses better as well because yeah. I had the opportunity to really look at them. Mm-hmm. Now I do not because I'm so busy again. <laughs> go, go, go. Um, yeah, it's, it's constant. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you, you have to change the way you look at it. And, and you, you have to like, I think what's important for me or what's helped me is when I feel shitty about my businesses, mm-hmm. I will let myself feel shitty about it. Ooh. Yo, and that was such a key. That's fire. Like it, you, like, and that's. I mean, this goes across the board. This is a bigger picture, and this, this is how There's I was trying to live my life. Where basically, it. like, yep. if something shitty happens or you feel shitty about something, let yourself let go yourself through feel that. It, like, sit in it and mm-hmm. be like, "All right, this sucks. This is a shitty situation." Right. And I give myself the time to kind of like feel let yeah let let myself feel it. Yeah. And then sleep on it, and then right. the next morning I'm right back at it. Right. So it's like. But like, yeah, but you have to be aware of it too. You have to be like, right, you know, like this is where I'm at right now. I know it's not going to be forever. Like you have to be able to look at the big picture, but you know, you can't see it right now. So you just like sleeping, Yo. good night's sleep. 
Yo, it's Let's crazy. just say, today is a lot different than yesterday, okay? Like, I had a ah, shit yo, day yesterday. <laughs> shit day yesterday. So, I mean, it happens. Right. And, like, you have to be like, you, you know what? you leave that shit at the door, and right. you're like, today is a new day. Right. But I do I do think that allowing yourself to feel shit, yeah. especially when it comes to your business. Like, my business is my baby. My business is super important to me. Right. Like, there's a right. lot of emotion it's your behind pride my business. And, it's yeah. super, super important to right. me. And, and but that goes, you know, in personal relationships, too. Like, when things happen, like, I try to let myself deal with it because it's gonna come out later a hundred percent you know what i mean like you could just pretend well, that shit the thing. isn't going Everyone on pushes it off like people right. get hurt people through relationships or right. divorces or or just life beating you down you being in a bad circumstance mm-hmm. some people don't grow up in the best circumstances so Absolutely. they're always beat down you right. know what i mean but it's you, about right you avoid that stuff come and back. you pretend it's you not throw happening it in the back of your closet you can't right. do it forever it's though it's going to affect you it's, it's gonna, gonna come out, out and, it's gonna come out in a way that you don't want it to yeah if you don't take control of it yeah and be aware of your actions guys it's it, it's crazy it's very yeah. true it's infectious i also think karma is a real thing karma's bitch i believe in karma she comes back um, so i think it's yeah it's like if, if oh, i've been screwed over a lot i, I tell I people kindness. that's what i do i, What'd you say? I filed a lawsuit today. today 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 it's been on my list for a while <laughs> um but yes i filed a lawsuit today because i mean somebody that didn't pay me boss. six thousand dollars that <laughs> i earned i mean this shit. is i mean this has happened many times to me like it's crazy people are like clients assholes. from events that's clients from events on the other side. yeah that's not a dinner mary's thing that's a that's an esky thing but yeah there are there are wow. multiple restaurants. They will close. They will not pay you. People are assholes. That's insane. So, so now, and even with contracts and like contracts, agreements, invoices, everything. I mean, everything so documented. Like attorneys everything. and shit. Or um, so this, I am going through small claims for this. You okay. can do up to seven k through small claims. But I gotcha, have sued gotcha. when I'm 100 percent owed the money and not received it as well. The court is not a guaranteed situation at all. Right. Um, so we'll see how this one works out. But yeah, and then you, then you figure out how to protect yourself in the future. So like yeah. I've changed a lot of things. Um, based specifically on comes based, yeah, like yeah, everything in my contracts is there because somebody screwed me over. <laughs> like, that's, you know, that's kind of like, I don't know, like if there's a car accident on the street and there's never been like a safety guard right? and then like the and next day the they put the safety guard right. up, like, yeah, I mean, that's how you have to like that. then you, that you, you add things to contract because I mean, I had, yeah. you know, a client cancel within 24 hours. I'd never had that happen to me before. And you didn't have anything I, about that. I mean, that. it wasn't, yeah. So it wasn't like any different than them really canceling a week out. Right, so right. Now, and the contract is different. And especially the owner blamed me like as if I, I wanted to cancel I, it. So yeah, yeah so you got to protect yourself. And I'm doing a lot more of that post-COVID and, and recognizing how far these businesses have come, how hard I'm working and and prioritizing myself and valuing my time and, and what my best business brings versus just kind of like suckling at the teat of all the... <laughs> I fucking love the way that you talk. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Like, and I think uh, something you just said at the end of that, it just, oh, like, yo, guys, everybody, me talking to myself, talking to everyone, value your time, value your time, value your time, whether it's with friendships, family, a business, anything, anything you're putting is super important. It's super valuable. You can never get it back. Right. You literally cannot get the second back. Like this, Mm -hmm. this podcast, this time that we're taking to do this. I appreciate the time that Sam took to drive here to do this. Like every guest I have on, I'm like, yo, thank you so much. Because it's like, I understand that you're taking time out of your busy day, your busy week. Like be appreciative of people's time. Let people know that. You know what I'm saying? And and especially with the business, communicating that. that. Yeah. Value. Yeah. I think there's value. And and so I think of value in a couple different ways. I, I value my time. Absolutely. Um, I also like to provide value. So like, Ooh. there's a lot of things that I do. <laughs> You're just full that of quotes, are aren't you? <laughs> just, just put it on a t-shirt. Right? 
Uh, oh, don't but, forget about the t-shirts. We oh, gotta yeah. talk about yeah, that. We have to talk about the t-shirts. But <laughs> like, I think there's a lot of, especially when you're doing high-end stuff. There's like, there's an opportunity to gouge people, uh-huh. and I think a lot of people do that, and they'll charge, upcharge, upcharge just for no reason, for no fucking reason, and like that they bothers me. And that's one of the reasons that I do restaurant events and that I do things the way that I do because in like a wedding venue. There's no value there. Exactly. Like they just, and I was talking to a client over the weekend and she, and she actually negotiated pretty good value at the the venue she's working with. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times they're just, I mean, there's adding fees and I've had certain consulting products where I really butt heads with the owners because they're just like, well, charge for that. And I'm like, that is part of, that is, that is <laughs> your, that's your cost. Service, that's, yeah. yeah, that's, that's an, a business expense. That's right. not, uh, that's not something you pass on to the client. So I think you need to. Make it make sense, and, but like that. if they're going to be paying for something, I want them to get something. Yeah, um, and that's that's how I do business. I'm yeah. not trying to. You don't want your anybody. customers to feel ripped off or right. devalued. I think it's you know? super important. Yeah, um, and that is absolutely how how I price things. You want to do lobster and caviar? Sure, you're going to pay for it, but I'm not going to yeah. gouge you. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to charge you fair price, fair pricing yes. for what you're getting. Right, yes. exactly. What it costs to get the product, mm-hmm. and then plus labor and. Right? Yeah, is that like like pretty much yeah. like a car? Yeah, like, there's a or lot painting. of yes. There's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of costs that go into a lot of things. Obviously, right. taking them all into account um, when when pricing. But yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy what some people will charge just because they can get away with it, and that's just not my style. It's crazy what happens to so many entrepreneurs and small businesses, or like even just with me, like starting the podcast and working with different people and having people like not come through or just be flaky oh, yeah. or like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, you have to depend on yourself, but when you're starting a business, there's a point where it's like, yes, you depend on yourself. And even if you're organized and you're present and you're on time and you have everything prepared, other people cannot be. 100%. Do you know what I'm saying? And oh you can't God. control Absolutely. those factors. Like so... I think that's, that, when that, happens. That, happens, yeah. that happens to me a lot. And that's why, and it's really hard when you try to expand your business and you try to trust other people to do things or yeah. outsource things yeah. and they fall through. Like at the end of the day, it's still your fault. If you're the business owner, comes back on 100%. you. 100%. Even if it's not your fault, right. it's your fault. It's like, your fault. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's, yeah. If somebody that's doing something for you fucks yep. up, yep. it's your problem. Yeah. And 100%. it sucks. So that's, I mean, that's definitely a con, of course, of, of yeah. running a business. And that, But then you have to figure out who to trust, how to trust people. Yep working with vendor, I mean, I have great vendor relationships that I can rely on. And I know that I've been working with them long enough that like for rentals, for example, like I have a great contact and working with her for over 10 years. Yeah. And like, if I need something, she's going to make you it happen for me. I'm going to text her right. and she's going to get back to me. And, and that, but we you built that relationship. That through time. Through right. Building. It took a while. Exactly. Yeah. So you have to work it's with like, vendors, yeah. figure out which ones really come through for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, this, this vendor came through for me when I had like a meltdown. I had a, I had a linen meltdown at a, can, <laughs> at a cannabis event actually before I had dinner at Mary's. And it was not my shining moment. And I called her crying because oh, no. the linens were the wrong color. And I was like, this is not my thing. Like, I was like, this is not how I normally handle situations. Right, like, I'm right. not a crier. I'm not a crier about events. And I was so mad about the color of these Yeah, you were probably so overwhelmed. I like, was so overwhelmed. I was yeah. so stressed out. And it was one of my first cannabis events. And like, it's so stressful when people are coming and you don't know, right. like, and, and like, especially with the legality of, I mean, it's a whole thing. So, exactly. yeah. And she, she like, she talked me off the ledge. She was like, I'm going to break oh this. It's like, and I was you like, need Thank people you. like that. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. Even when it's just you, like we said, mm-hmm. like, who's your team right now? It's me. It's, me. it's you. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's I mean, Sam, I'm, you know? I'm working with a lot of people, yeah. but the can, only consistent people that are working on this is me right now. Yeah. And I say, I say us a lot and I, I, it's because I do have a team of people that really help me do things. Yeah. But when it comes I feel to decision like you making, also have like ten hand the, the hands though, yeah. like you know what I mean. Like but, you're doing everything. Yeah, but when it comes to decision yeah. making, it's it's me and yeah, and it's um, 
Yeah, which is which is how I want it. I mean, I've 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 been doing this long enough, and I tried kind of partnership stuff. It doesn't work for me. I yeah. am a control freak, and I <laughs> want to do what I want to do, and that's how you. it's going to be. So I feel you. That's that's how I run my business. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, and I'm I'm totally open to um, you know other ideas, of course, and like want to collaborate with people right. and work with them. But, but you have to have a vision too, and you yeah. have to stay in your vision. A, it's or else right. You have to. Yeah, you, you have can to get be straight very easily. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, same here. Like, I feel you 100%. Like, even starting this, it's like, there's so many ways I could have taken the podcast or what I want to do. And, you know, people telling me, like, I've had people question me about, like, the name, Old Soul Young World. Well, that's not very relatable. That's not very, like, that's not very catchy. That's not very relatable. Even right. my own mom, like, in a very loving way was like, are you sure that's going to be like, you know what I mean? I love my mom. Like, shout out my mom. Like, we have a great relationship. But... I get her perspective. She's yeah. like, will people want to? Right. And, and I'm you have like, to take people's, ex- <laughs> like their opinions with a grain of salt. Like you have to be exactly. like, okay, yes, I want your opinion. And, and you know, and it's, yes, but yeah. you also have to like know your shit. Right. My mom loves the name of my company because it's partially named after her. So I didn't have any pushback on that. I you that. So that would, that's yes, perfect. So my, but... I have a twin sister who actually oh, did shit. come up with this name. Um, So, and she doesn't think she gets enough credit. Hey, sh- oh, what's your sister's name? Madeline. Shout out Madeline Cantor. Yes. Madeline. Cantor? Yes. Okay. Madeline. Word. <laughs> came up with this name. Um, and it's for Mary Jane, also for my mother. So my mother is a great oh cook. Oh my gosh. Um, my mother's a great cook. That's dope. And I feel like her food really inspired me to be in the restaurant industry and to be in the food industry. I yeah. became a lover of food very early on. I is ate everything mom from the Jewish? Does she cook? Um, so my dad is Jewish. Okay. Um, my mom is Catholic. Okay. Um, but she, she well, my a- parents have been, I mean, they're high school sweethearts. So they've Aww. been together forever. Yeah. And um, so they have, I mean, she's, she's cooked a lot of Jewish food over the years. So she's very good at it. She's um, cultured. That's what yeah, I was wondering. But, she, if, yeah, but yeah. she doesn't, but my mom doesn't do super high end stuff. She yeah. does um, really well balanced and and healthy and healthy. I feel like yours it reflects it. Food. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this, she did a meal kit. Um, oh my gosh, she, we did a we did an OG Mary meal kit. Stop um, it. Which sold super well. Actually, people loved it. And I was that was quick side note. What was the meal kit? It was um so it was a lasagna. Of course it yeah, was. Yeah, my mom Mama's makes a killer lasagna. lasagna. Bomb. Um, so we did. It was like a prosciutto and melon salad to start, oh my which, gosh. which we did a lot. Of, we, which we ate a lot of growing up and like yeah. things like that. So like simple yeah. uh, things like that, but are, I'd say on the higher end side from like a home cooking situation. Like I yeah. feel like a lot of people didn't grow up with that, but um, in the lasagna, we did like a fudgy brownie thing. So it was definitely <sighs> like so good. Oh my gosh. accessible and things like that. And I mean, it was great. I yeah. mean, and um, yeah, my mom, my mom's a great cook. Uh, we're fighting about Thanksgiving right now because she gets, she gets stuck doing it completely <laughs> oh by gosh. herself every year. And I'm like, oh, we're going to help. And she doesn't delegate. You thing. don't help. We try to help. So I'm always like, so we always offer to help. And my mom's like, no, 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 I got it. And then she's like, why isn't anyone helping me? Like, I think that's like Sounds a like constant mom. other yep, thing. I feel you. Um, but yeah, so so the the name was, was you know, partially motivated by her, mm-hmm. um, partially motivated, obviously, by Mary Jane, by cannabis. And mm-hmm. I mean, I wanted it to be like subtle. Um, I certainly like I'm I'm not very a, subtle. Right. I right, So I can I can use the name for other things. I, yeah. I talk about it. And um it sounds like a diner. Like you could literally right. open like yeah. I mean, a restaurant. It, it it makes a lot of sense. I think it it, it hits how I want it to hit basically. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I'm not I'm not like flashy so well, with, like, with, with can- I don't do cannabis leaves and a bunch of stuff. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. Yes. Um, yeah. I definitely feel like it can get really hairy really quickly with yeah. like some cannabis branding and stuff like that. Like right. I, I try to. You keep, keep it classy. neutral. Yeah. yeah. Well, like even your be. business card, like your logo is a pineapple. Mm-hmm. Your colors are very neutral. Like an uh. I don't even know what color blue I would call that. It's like a D 
deep teal. A I'd deep say. teal. That's a perfect example. Yeah, like a little pink. Teal. Is it a little yeah, off white pink. pink? That is yeah. pink. Yeah. yeah, it's very beautiful. I like it. Um, but but it's nice and neutral. I feel like it balances with the food. It balances with how much you infuse it because it's not like yeah. Wait, so we're actually, not really the stoners. like no, you're not. You're like high end. Like I'm a bougie this, bitch and I want like my right. meal so prep kit with the my. The way that I try to explain oil what shot. dinner Marys is about. <laughs> dinner Marys is a way to enhance your dining experience. Mm -hmm. So we're not trying, I don't want you to be out of your mind. I want you to really enjoy the food more. It's it's an enhancement. Right. Um, that is, that's how it's designed. Um, and you can be a stoner and all the power to you. And yeah. I would put myself in that category in certain yeah. respects. When I make the meal kits, it's usually, um, you know, and I, and I make them every week. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's like a chill. Like I want to like hang out, and I yeah. you still will drink wine. Yeah, <laughs> um, while I'm making them and things like that. So it's not going to be super overwhelming. I mean, sometimes you use more oil than others. It depends, right. you know, what right. you're looking for, right? Right. Um, and you can pair it with another edible if you want, yeah. and you can. But it's you know, like I picture somebody who like. I don't want to keep relating back to my mom, but like she's not drinking right now. She doesn't like smoking weed. She does like five milligram edibles mm -hmm. occasionally. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she's not even like an all the time. Like I would picture someone like that. Maybe not her necessarily, but no, like but a businessman or whatever. Coming home from a long day. Our wanting to relax. is actually much older than I was anticipating. Yeah. Um, we have but like a that. ton of boomers in the suburbs. Like I a lot imagine. of suburb People are ordering yeah. them and, and consistently. I'm about and to recruit are, my fam for you. Like. But yeah, it's, it's funny because when we first started, I feel like we were delivering like Southie and like there were a lot of younger people that were ordering. They still do. Um, but I found a much bigger uptick. Mm -hmm. And people that like smoked before and like yeah. maybe smoked you know, back in the 70s and now and like my parents, for example. Right. And, well, my parents had, didn't stop smoking, but a lot of people did. <laughs> um, and then – you know, they were like, oh, now it's legal. Maybe I can like dip my toe back in. And this is like a way for them to do it, especially during COVID. Like you're at home. Exactly. I was going to make it easier for you to cook and you're yeah. going to have an interesting experience. I think it's it's nice because our events are super fun, but not everybody can come to them because a lot of people don't like being around other people right. when they're high. Like right. they, like I'm a not lot of one of people those people. who are interested in cannabis are introverts yes. as well. So yeah. I feel like that might play a role into yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think even if they're like comfortable being with their friends and being high, like they're not necessarily comfortable being around strangers, strangers. when they're high. Yeah. And I totally understand that. Right. And that's, um, you know, to each their own. So I think that it's a really different clientele for our events than it is for our meal kits because the meal kits are for people that really want to stay in and, and don't need to interact with other people and want to get high, you know, with their partner or their friend exactly. and whatever. Um, so it, it definitely opened up a door in that sense and, and gave us the opportunity to expand because, yeah, there are different things for different people, different, different, different strokes for different folks. And actually, it reminds me your events that you talk about. Like, um, I'm really interested. I have to go to one. But uh, Bong Appetit, have you ever seen it on Viceland? I have. I have seen okay, it, so yeah. it gives me that type of vibe, like where they're taking the cannabis, they're infusing yeah. it in the oils, so they're doing they a do lot of really interesting things on Bong Appetit. But what I, I have a problem with Bong Appetit oh, because. Please do tell. Because they, well, they don't do specialized dosage. And they I could don't. not eat the food that they've it's served so on Bong Appetit. It's so funny you said that because I have watched some episodes and I'm like, I will be fucked I up. I could not do it. If yeah. I ate that. Like, That's if I not, ate that whole plate, right. because they just, yeah. like. Right, and it's really, it's usually family style. And they're like, oh, we're putting 100 million. I'm like, that. I'm out. Yeah. Like, I can't even smell that. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's that's one of the things where I think that. I appreciate that, that differential. Like, yeah. I do not. If I'm at a cannabis event and there are infused things. I, do, I mean, I don't eat infused things at other cannabis events because I don't, I know that they're not going to be accurate. Properly infused. If somebody yeah. know, if someone tells me it's five milligrams, I will not consume more than five milligrams at a time. Right. Um, and most don't have that. And right. and I get it. There's a lot of people that are high feeder hitters and like that's great for them. Mm -hmm. But I think that's what scares people mm -hmm. because they have an edible that's too heavy. Yeah. Everybody did this, right? You like yeah. ate a brownie in college and like. 
thought you were going to die. Exactly. Like, you Yo, I sat on my dosage. counter at a family party one time for like three hours with my old best friend. We just sat there watching my family. So like, stoned in like seventh grade. Stories. Yo, I was so young. I was yeah. just like this. And you know, my family's Italian. So we were having like an Italian like dinner or whatever. I mean, that been so good. this was the joke between. So for the like two and a half, three hours, me and my friend are sitting on the counter like chit chatting. I don't know what we were doing. Fucking whispering to each other. We're cracking up saying that we're watching the Sopranos. We were like, yo, look at the Sopranos. <laughs> in front of us like and we're both so lit Listen, off a of brownie that her older brother gave us yo i will not never sound forget that traumatic that. though because there are some no no it stories. wasn't too bad it was no, pretty there funny are some i'm not people gonna... that really get bent out of shape and and it's mental i mean it kind of goes with like any drug any mind altering substance right like and that's why there, there's certain friends that'll do shrooms with the certain friends i won't yeah. do shrooms with because micro dosing right, some people yes, micro. i mean i'd like to get people to the dosage that makes sense for them and what i found is that when people do get to the dosage yep. that are right from, and sometimes it's as low as one or two milligrams, yep. that's when they experience what an edible is and really decide if it works for them. And it usually does once people figure out what the dosage is. But the constant mistake that people make is taking too much. Yeah. And yeah, you're overwhelmed. You you freak out because you don't have control and you don't know what you're doing. It's the Facts. same thing. You chug a bottle of vodka. The same thing's going to happen. Right. It's harder you to figure out. You just feel out of control yourself. Right. You can't. Well, it's, that it's was any the kind issue yeah. that my mom had. Literally, like yep. what you just described in college, somebody she thinks slipped her something. Whatever. Maybe I shouldn't be saying the story. Sorry, mom, if you hear this. Um, and it like tripped her out forever. Yep. Like she got scared of cannabis. Mm-hmm. She got scared to do anything. Every, like I, I hear that story. But all then the time. she didn't want to drink. Do you know what she wanted yeah. to stop drinking when she got older too? Like I don't want to be doing that all the time because she wants to be healthier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that weird balance. But yeah, then she's scared to, to even do like experience. Right. Yeah. Like you need to make your own decisions. And she'll cut five m- milligrams in half, and right. she'll like take half, and then be like, "Oh, am I going to be okay?" And then take the other half, like right. if she's okay. Which, which I mean, sometimes I'll do if I'm if I'm but eating during the day. That you mentioned that because like people I, think, I think like it's that. Super super important yeah. because so many people have that experience. That fear, right? And it's scary. It's and like so, a PTSD almost. Like absolutely. I don't want to be out of control of myself. Absolutely. You know, like I mean, think about because I don't like getting that that right. fucked up. I that right. I'm not even a drinker like that. I'm more of a smoker, obviously, because of that reason. If I have one extra drink, I'm like, right. oh my god, right. I can't but, even like, see right. Like I mean, at least for me, like I started drinking at a pretty young age and mm-hmm. you know i got too drunk and mm-hmm. then i kind of figured it out and it took a while right so yeah, you figure out right. okay this is what one drink feels like this is what two drinks feel like and right. then there's all these you know other factors how much you've eaten <laughs> how big you are as a person like all right. those type of things Facts. right so people how sensitive I think, your body is like i have a your sensitive body, is, right? body i feel like i can't just be like some girls be chugging a whole thing of like fireball right. i'm like is your stomach okay yeah, like i could right. not right. There's, there's so many factors to that. it i feel like people because they start younger and, and because alcohol is so much easier to kind of obtain, at least when I was growing up, mm-hmm. that you experiment and you figure it out. And now you know what whiskey does, you know what tequila does, and you yeah. know what one drink or one, you know, like you know yeah. that. But people don't think about cannabis the same way. Well, um, we didn't grow up when it was like, right. oh, okay. Like, like and you I've talked about the last podcast, like you sneak recently. around to get cannabis right. and like, you're it's eating like an weird. edible. You don't know what, how much no. is in it before it was tested. You don't know what's in it. If like, it's not tested, you have no idea. So... <laughs> Facts. Like you're just trying one, you don't even know what you're trying. Yeah. That would be like li- literally chugging vodka and not having no idea how much it was. So, yeah. but it's also different because like you know you could have two things that are this size, right? Yeah, this could have 100 milligrams. This could have one. Right. Like there's no, it's it's harder than liquor in that sense, and that's why liquor is regulated and why cannabis is getting more regulated. But it's not a volume situation. Right. So like at least with a drink, you have a general concept of like what an ounce. Two ounces means as a mm-hmm. serving size. With cannabis, the serving size is not obvious. Like we said, it's a grayscale right now. It's a grayscale. 
And yeah. but even and you can't but you can't t- tell it by looking at it. So like yeah. you need to be really careful. Like that's and why I'm trusting who you're getting it from. Right. Like I feel like you're very it's good to know like how responsible you are and how conscious you are of yeah. how people feel about that. Yes. So when people are buying off you, they can trust like I'm not going to take this and get like so fucked up that right. I'm going to have one of those experiences. Absolutely. Like, yeah, you have to like, yeah. do a lot of math. And yeah. with the dosage, like when we do really when we do larger parties, when we do seated dinners, I do like a color coding system for the dosage to make sure oh, that like so. if you have red, like if you don't want cannabis and it's there's a red sticker on your plate, there's a red sticker next to you and everything you come that comes to your table is going to be red and you're going to know that that's for you. Okay. Um, because, yeah, I mean, for smaller that's parties, um, like I'm setting it up based on like how I expedite from the kitchen and things like right. that. Um, but yeah, like, so it's it's hard because there's, there's uh, at every single cannabis event I've done, I've had at least one person that's not partaking. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just because like, oh, I'm having a low-key night and it's like not that big of a deal. And some right. people are like, I'm getting drug tested. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Like I can't. Right. And I'm like, I don't want to give that person cannabis. So like, <laughs> I want to be really careful about that. And I don't want to overdose somebody either. Like, I don't want to, I want people to have the right experience. And, and get what they're looking for. And I that's why I talk to each person individually, too, because I don't mm-hmm. want them to have to, like, announce what they're doing. Right. Um, either, like, I want to talk to them specifically about it, make sure that they're comfortable comfortable and where they want to be. Yeah. It's crazy because I feel like not a lot of people know how much goes into the consideration of this. Like, people think, like, oh, eating edibles or eating right. infused food. Like, it's just, like... I don't know. Like you can take anything right. well, or eat like, anything. Oh, an edible. Like think, yeah. people think of an but edible. But it's like and they you said in the means. beginning of the podcast, education. Like education's yeah. key to cannabis. Right. Whether and you're smoking it, eating it, like to educate people because nah. it's like, oh no, it's bad. You can't do it. Like no, everyone's doing it anyway. It's like it's like teaching abstinence. <laughs> like that's not going to work. It's you been through well generations and generations. Like, it's crazy. Like, like you might drugs. as well teach people how to use the condom because they're going to have sex. People are going to smoke pot. So let's tell them how to do it. Yeah, like, let's show right. them the right way to do it. Right. And we still don't even teach, like, sex the right way. So how would we right. be expected to teach cannabis the right way? I mean, right. if we're thinking absolutely. about it like that. That's a, you know what I mean? Valid point. Like, yes. we don't even have uh, sufficient classes in school. So yeah, I mean, there's a, there are a lot of issues with yeah. school. I don't know if we have time for that today. But yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Things are not taught <laughs> properly. I want people to understand what they're getting themselves into. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming from my own experience. From you know the information I have from being yeah. in the cannabis industry, and and I'm passing that along. I want to share that information and like handhold people right. to get them to the point they want. I mean, right. one of the first reasons I wanted to do this was because I I went through a like microdose phase where they they used to have these cubes. I forget what dispensary they're at. I haven't seen them in a while, but they were like two milligram like mini gummies. Okay. And I went to a Jack and Jill Bachelorette, Bachelor Bachelorette. Which I thought was going to be terrible. Wild. I thought it was going to be terrible, but it actually ended up being fun. So I was like, "You're supposed to separate." Um, but we were, you know, we we're on the on the Cape at like a house, and we were, you know, drinking and whatever the whole weekend. And I, you know, was taking edibles, and I'm like, for me, if I take a two milligram edible or even four milligram edible, I can still drink. I'm still yeah. put together. I'm going to drink less. Yeah. I'm going to be less hungover. Right. I'm going to get a similar feeling, feeling mm-hmm. or at least level. You know your balance. But yeah, so. and then I'm like, right. So it's like right. when you and, – and so I started, you know, giving them to other people at this uh, party scenario for the weekend, and people were obsessed with them. And they're like, oh, this is great. I'm like, this is going to enhance your experience. You're going to drink – you know, like it will keep you under control versus yeah. like getting in your face and making bad decisions. So right. people loved them. Um, and I really kind of explained and, and didn't kind of an educational aspect of like what, what that meant and looked like and um, – I feel like I've gotten a lot of people back in edibles, and, and it yeah. really helps their life. I mean, drinking I, I'm a drinker, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I love my wine but and my whiskey. But um, 
but the cannabis for me, <laughs> yeah, but, but cannabis for me is is way healthier, way more positive aspect of my life. Right. I can consume cannabis at any point and still be a productive human, still do what I need to get done. Yep. I mean, I was working all day. I've been working all day and yep. I've been smoking all day. Yes, like, like that's what I need to do typically to stay that focused. I know it doesn't that's work like that for everybody, right. but if I start drinking, like I was just telling you right now, if I have a drink now, Same, like I yeah. can have one, like I know it my makes limit. makes me come down, makes me a little more sleepier than if I right, was but to. Yeah, if I, if I have a couple drinks, then like I yeah. know that I'm not going to get anything done right. for the rest of the day. And I, that, that's, but, but I also use drinking in that way sometimes where I'm like, okay, you need to stop working. It's time for you to like yeah. put, put the work down. And the right. only way for me to do that sometimes is to start drinking because then I know I'm not going to do right. it. Right, right. Um, because taking think breaks is important. But that's a good point because, um, a lot of people listening in who like if you've tried cannabis or if you haven't, um, it's based on how you feel and what you believe. Like if you're a productive smoker, great. Mm-hmm. If you're not, if it doesn't affect you that way, if it makes you lazy, if it makes you tired, um, that's something to consider. Absolutely. Maybe that's not for you. Maybe an edible is for you. Maybe it's too. not for you. A so. lot of it is strain based. Yes. Like indica, for example, is just not something that really comes into my Okay. Repertoire. Um, I mean, I need to be like in bed to smoke yeah. indica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can't even get to my bed if I smoke it. Um, I'm a sativa girl and Same. and that's important for me. So it's like I will smoke sativa when I'm working, mm-hmm. sometimes a hybrid later at night kind of thing. But like yeah. I, it's so funny. I'll, always, I'll buy a hybrid and a sativa. I always get to the sativa first. <laughs> I like, just love sativa. Yep. Um, that's my thing. But yeah, it doesn't – and I and I do recommend that to people that want to stay focused. I, I smoke before I work out, things like that, mm-hmm. which I try to explain to people. A lot of people don't get that. Yeah. You got to try it. Yeah. You got to try it if you have So it's funny um, to, to comment on that. Me and my sister, um, me and my sister are like four years apart. She's pregnant right now. So obviously it's not current, but um, she's Although, she's a cannabis advocate. She's a cannabis there are, lover. There are not specific studies I, that are saying are. that's bad. Yeah. It's like, it's very, it's controversial. I have heard things about that. And so the, the debate that me and her have had is that we would work out together and she would always want to like smoke a bowl on the way to the gym or like if we were going to boxing or like whatever. And I couldn't, like, yeah. I don't know but I'm such a smoker do you know what I mean but like there's this weird thing about me like I could smoke and go to work or write a paper or come do a podcast or do all these things but for me physically I get out of breath so quick I don't know why but it helped her like energized her she could work out better I was like like people like different things like doing different things for different reasons right and that's like any kind of aspect of your life any lifestyle choice for me i'm a certified yoga instructor oh that's amazing and there's actually a girl that i met who also did her certification at the same time as me cool and it took a while for us to find each other but we like we both smoke for yoga so like we'll sit in her car (laughs) and like smoke a blunt and go (laughs) right and go to yoga yeah and i mean yoga high is Great. I, yeah. I'm not sure I why like anybody I would like that. Hundred percent. I mean, like, I don't know why to run, but going and doing yoga. I think I would like that. So I do. For, I do both. Although I haven't been great yeah. at running Impressive. lately. But I've been going on walks. Long Good walks. for you, girls. Brain. Pat yourself yeah. on the back. That's yeah, awesome. It's a physical activity. <laughs> um, but yeah, yoga. Yoga is great. I love it. And I mean, yoga high is great. Mm-hmm. I, it's. I mean, <laughs> the beach and yoga high are. Arguably the two best things to do <laughs> well, in life. Well, if it's like beach high, then oh my god, yeah, then I'm gonna have to beach. I'm, try I'm it. such a beach. I'm like I'm an a absolute beach, girl, beach freak. So, yes. Like I grew up on the Cape. I would live by the water if I had that, I, yeah, the yeah option. So. I have to be near water, like be able to go to the beach consistently. Mm-hmm. And I yes, I love it. So I go I go to the beach by myself a lot. I'm like like my friends attest this. But like I will pack myself a cooler for the day. Yeah, I show up. I'm very specific about how I have to like eat before I have an edible. If I have an edible on an empty stomach, it will not hit me at all. Yeah. Um, also, common misconception. So I have to like 
bring a snack before my edible, then I have my snacks for after I my edible. I was going to say, I thought if you eat it on an empty stomach, it would hit you harder. No, it's the opposite. So drinking on an empty stomach, yeah. you know, hits you in the face, yeah, right? Yeah, it's the opposite. Course. So if you have like a big greasy bacon cheeseburger, you're going to get higher. Um, what the hell? Cannabis <laughs> is, it, it attaches to fat. Like that's how it's soluble. Oh, so okay. that makes if, sense. yeah, if you have a fatty meal, um, you're more likely to um, feel the effects. If I'm like, if I'm sick and I haven't eaten and I take an edible, I, it will not affect me. Granted, really? there's some weird shit that happens if you eat later or you eat another. Like, I've gotten some trouble. Yeah. So that's why, because, like, I'll like, be like, oh, it didn't hit me. And I'll eat another one. And yeah, I'll eat right. like, a snack or whatever. And then, like, they combine. Like, and it's like a whole thing. Man. Yeah. I got stuck <laughs> on the beach once. It was a whole thing. Oh, Very, I, worst sunburn of my Abandoned life. Abandoned at the beach. Somebody yeah, come worst, get her, please. Worst sunburn of my life. My entire back filled off because I was like, I can't leave. I'm too high. Like, I can't yeah, leave. that's so funny. Um, and I, yeah, I did not have sunscreen. But, um, <laughs> but the beach, the beach, I, I, I can't imagine why anybody would do anything else if they had the option. It's literally. Amazing. I work from the beach too, so but I like I set it up. I do all yeah. the calls on the beach, Ugh. but I do I do seven eight hour days on the yeah. beach. Yeah, yeah, it's a lifestyle. Love it. Yeah, <laughs> great great beach season this past year for real. Yeah, and it was definitely the year before during COVID. I got oh my gosh, the best tan of my life. I know that Ugh. was the best tan I had in years. So you know, I went dark. on vacation recently. Where did I go? I went to Puerto Rico, Mexico. Both times it was like raining and I didn't get a tan. And like during COVID, I got a great tan. And I was like, who am I? What yeah. am I? Where I went, am I traveling? For? I just went to Florida for a couple days, and the first day was shitty, but the next few days were really nice. Oh, and I was that's just great. Like, yeah, so I, yeah. I got some of my tan back. It's well, I'm glad you got to relax for a few days since you're literally like working twenty nine seven. Well, so I was doing this consulting project and it was like I had just passed off a big chunk of it. So I went on this trip for a couple of days and as soon as I came back, like another product like landed in my lap yeah. that like it's a long story. But yeah, so I did. I, I forced myself to take a couple of days and that's the only way I can do it. If I'm home, I can't yeah. take the time off. Like I'll be like, oh, I'll just do something. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I am yeah. shutting down my computer, yeah. going to the pool, having a cocktail. Facts. And yeah, so, which is what I did yeah. for two days. In Florida, no, good for you. Nice. Yeah. And that, I feel like I do the same thing too. Actually, shout out Shot for Shot because uh, recording in here tonight and always uh, shout out Shot for Shot. Um, but we were talking the other day and he was like, oh, I see why you take vacations. And it's like true because like that's my getaway time. Like mm-hmm. that's why I do go on vacation because it it's lets me. Important. And even sometimes on vacation, I was saying like, I'll be still posting the podcast yeah. or trying to like do like fucking work shit. And oh, it's I like, okay. Menus in Italy. Like, but yeah. yeah. But, but what? you have to like did you say you wrote menus in italy uh, yeah. like to, that's like poetry crazy, yeah that's but, yeah, beautiful like i i you've been I to worked, italy i've been to italy a couple of times and oh, I, i'm so I, jealous I always don't work there but literally one of my dreams it's just um it's important i think to take time off and i didn't recognize that i think for most of my career yeah. and then covid really helped me figure that out where like when you give yourself the break that's when that's when you're like the reset figure out what you really want to do. Like, yeah. it gives you the chance to, like, you, like, step look back at what you've done. Look right. at it. Yeah, instead and, of being and in it. Because otherwise you just get burnt out. You get cranky. Yeah, like, facts. Like, you know, like, you have you have to make time for yourself. And, and I really try balance. to prioritize. Yes, and yes. I did not have that before. And it's something I'm really prioritizing now because it's important. I mean, it, like, we're not curing cancer. Like, happiness is, is important and whatever yeah. is going to make you happy, you need to do. And that right. means spending time with your friends and family that you right. don't know if they're going to be here or if you're going to be here. Like, you need to... 
prioritize that time and, and take breaks. And um, so important. I don't I don't take enough, but but it's also like light at the end of the tunnel. Like yeah. right now, I know that I'm in like a work stretch. Yeah, right. Um, and so I'm trying to plan a trip right now, actually, so I have something to kind of like look, look forward, forward to. to. Yeah, it's like um, mental health boring. breaks. You 100%. know what I'm saying? Like yes. you need that mental health break, even if you're running a million dollar, multi billion dollar yeah. business, whatever it is. It's never going to be more important than your health. Exactly. And, and mental it's, health is a huge part of health. It's huge. It's yeah. common, commonly, you know, pushed aside, especially for men. No offense. hundred um, percent. But yeah, it's something that really, really needs to be prioritized. And I, it's something I have absolutely prioritized in the last few years. And I think that I, it, it, I recognize yeah. it in, in every aspect of my life. Something I've been opening up to, too. And it's, it's really important, I feel like, to express that to other people around you as well. Because I don't think a lot of people talk about that. They don't. How important don't. it is to... Absolutely. And and people, there's still such a stigma with, with, like, therapy, for example. And I'm not really sure what that's about. <laughs> um, but or I've, I just I've, feel like depression, anxiety. There's a yeah, stigma with everything. You can't say a word without someone being like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, what are you, right. what are you fucking yeah, like, sorry like, for? Don't, like, don't be sorry. Like, yeah, we can talk like about it. Most people it have some type of anxiety. Like, some, everybody, everybody has something. Anxiety. Everybody Most people experience, experience some kind of depression. Most people experience some kind of mental health issue. I've been in therapy for years. I look forward to it. When my life is going well, I still want to go. Yeah. It's not about like pulling myself out of a hole necessarily. <laughs> it's about like a check-in, a mental health check-in and being yeah. like, where am I at? Am I doing what I want to be doing? Am I treating people the way I want to be treating them? Yeah. It's like a reflection, treated the way like that a little mirror. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I think and it's however you do it, like some people might do it through therapy and mm-hmm. some people might have another way to do it. If absolutely. you do, that's fine. But yes. I feel like no matter how you're doing it, it's about having those check-ins. Yes, and prioritize having them, having the mentality to focus on your mental health. So you're like, okay, this, I know this is going to be good for my mental health. So that's why I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I think just even just prioritizing, like knowing it's something that needs to be right. a priority. Like right. just that Even if you have like a physical materialistic priority that needs to be done, mm-hmm. how can you get that done fully or to a hundred percent or how you're supposed to, if your mental health isn't on that level, right. like it will it never match up. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to manage your anxiety. Like if I'm yeah. anxious, it's very difficult for me to get work done. I need to be in the right mental state. 100%. If I'm in the right mental state, I can power through work and get a ton done. <laughs> If I'm distracted by bullshit, which I Same. have been lately, I'll tell you that, um, it's so much harder to to be productive. So you have to take care of your mental health so that you can do the other shit. Yeah. It's got to be a priority because yeah. it's just a blockade. It's like it really, it really can fuck you up if you Facts. not. Facts. Um, and, you know, I, I just, uh, you know, guys, mental health is super important, but I do want to go back to Dinner at Mary's just yeah. a little bit. Um, wondering in your perspective from yourself how you even got into mixing these two things like I know you kind of I feel like we skipped over the beginning beginning point I mean like yeah that's a good point so what I explain to people and I've been in events for a really long time um cannabis has always been part of my event planning Mm -hmm. but it was always in the back end like I've always been event planning you were just I mean well before event planning I was child um <laughs> i was in restaurants and you know food is important hey, i mean important. i've been i've Being been a, a, I've been a cannabis important. user for my adult life so okay. I've, I've always been a cannabis user um i'd say before like i started smoking in high school and then i took like a little bit of a break um for kind of a long story but yeah. um but kind of came back to it in college and so cannabis has always been just kind of part of my lifestyle mm-hmm. food obviously became part of my lifestyle and getting involved in that. And, and the combination of them was just kind of natural. And like with, for event planning, I, I got sucked into event planning. Um, when I graduated from, from college, um, I was doing another job. I was working at a restaurant. They asked me to interview, um, for the events job. It became, it was, it was clearly natural skills and, and I really took off with it. It was great. Um, 
And so, yeah, I was, I was using cannabis and I was event planning. And then I, when, you know, legality started to move in the right direction and um, I created some some connections in the, the in the cannabis industry, it became kind of obvious for I mean, kind me of just to, like light bulbed in your yeah, head, like, kind of oh, made like I yeah. can and connect I started these. To, and, I, and I partnered with a couple of people back yeah. in the day and yeah. I partnered with a chef and, and a marketing guy and we started doing events where, um, which I which I think what's, what sets me apart is that I'm, there are a lot of people that are doing cannabis events, but they're not event planners necessarily. Exactly. Like I'm an event planner that's incorporating cannabis. cannabis. <laughs> um, so I'm coming from that perspective. And having the food aspect. I mean, right, that's just right. like all, in all yeah. total amazing. So I do think that that's, that's part of the reason that I'm set apart because event planning is hard and <laughs> like there's a lot to it and a lot of experience that you need yeah. um, and people don't think about it. If you don't think about what's going on in an event, it's because the event planner did a good job because you don't have to think about it because she already did or 100%, they already did. hundred um, percent. So when you're like, where do I put this or where do I sit or how do I do this, whatever, and you're like, you don't know how to figure that out. It's because the, the event's not planned well. Right. Um, exactly. If you have to you have question to, if you, it. Yeah, if you have to question yeah. it or if you think about it. Right. Um, so there's a lot of aspects to it. And I think that our events, it's obvious that an event planner is, is planning them. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, taking cannabis into account in a really thoughtful way and, and yeah. an educational way. And I mean, that's what I think makes a cool experience. Yeah, that's dope. And, you know, it's, it's just amazing, too, because I, I know that you're doing the, you know, the meal uh, prep kits right now, but moving towards going to the dispensaries and all that in the future. Yeah, it's I'm just like really excited. It's a change. Like, it's mm -hmm. really like, honestly, that's like a huge step for like this area, the South Shore, the North Shore. Like, it's just that's huge. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. It's nice to see like what Dinner Mary's has become and what it ideally can become. And that's kind of, I think, with, with any business. I mean, my Facts. my other business is, is different than it was when it started, too. And I think it's important to pivot and move in the direction that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and that's Sam Cantor events. Just yeah. wanted to plug it yep. in there. Okay. Yep. Sam Cantor events um, has, has changed quite a bit. We're actually in the process of, I always say we, I am in the <laughs> process <-branding. laughs> of, of changing like my entire booking aspect. I'm using yes. a different software and yeah. just like streamlining processes and, um, yeah, you gotta you gotta roll the trenches and make sure you want to do better every year. And it's hard to do that when you're in the thick of it. So yeah. COVID actually gave me an opportunity to yeah. come back. I think stronger than than I was pre-COVID and Thanks. and really expand and move in the direction and listen so, to people. What do people want? And you know, moving the the business in the direction to yeah. to create that experience for them. That's amazing. It's kind of like you said too, like when you wake up from the next day, like just be a better person. It's kind of like you know, every year, like. You're not competing with anyone else in the yeah, competition, yeah. in the business. Yes. Compete with yourself. Be a better you. So mm -hmm. if you know you're a better you this year, whatever that's going on with dinner than with Mary's or dinner at Mary's is like different or whatever than it was last year, you're winning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I feel like, you know, where we both come up and we're both on the come up and we're both winning and we're trying to make something great. Um, and I feel like anyone listening in, if you're trying to make something great, if you're trying to be motivated to be an entrepreneur, um, looking to move into the canvas business the podcast business whatever it may be stay focused you know what i'm saying just just be consistent be focused and be um genuine i feel like yes. like we said value yourself be genuine because genuine is people feel that important. like yes. energy is energy is easier when you're <laughs> putting on a front right if you can just be yourself and and do your thing then yeah you're never yeah. worried about it because yeah. you're not facts. And like kindness is key, guys. Like even if people fuck you over, like go about it the right way. Like Sam is like go about the legal way. But, you know, kill them with kindness. Like it, it, it doesn't take anything but negativity out of you um, to put something bad on somebody else. Karma's real, like we Karma's said. Real. So, you Karma know, just be real. aware of that energy, too. Um, and, you know.
know, I just want to thank you, Sam, so much for coming yeah, on the show. Like I said, I appreciate your time for you coming out here, um, wanting to share with the people like your steps, your progress. Um, I hope that we hear more from you, maybe yeah. some collabs, maybe some totally. good stuff in the future. I'm always down. Um, some old soul, young world infused events. I don't know. I don't know, guys. There might be things coming. There's some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, so could you just give your plugs real quick, if you don't mind, to maybe your social medias, yeah. website, whatever they can um, reach you on? Yeah, so our Instagram is at dinner.at.marys. Um, Don't forget the dots. Yep. The, the <laughs> dots and it, yeah, it's AT, not the symbol. Um, we post basically everything that we're doing um, on our social, and we'll be hopefully doing more of that. So all of our menus for our meal kits every week are on our social. Um, and our website is dinner-at-marys.com. Don't forget the dash. Um, <laughs> so you can definitely definitely reach out for anything catering, anything event-related. Um, we ideally will be doing events again. There's such a connection-based event that I want to make sure that everyone's comfortable um, yeah. in the COVID situation and that we're following all the rules. So yep. we've we've been holding off on those primarily, but hopefully but to get back tuned, into guys, it. Yeah, to come. stay tuned and, and watch mm -hmm. for our product line. I mean, hopefully we're going to have yes. stuff on, on shelves and you're going to be able to purchase Dinner Mary's products yes. soon. Good things coming, guys. Big things coming. Big moves. Um, again, shout out Dinner at Mary's. If you have not tried it yet, you know, like me, I'm about to go buy mine this week. Make sure you buy yours. Put your family on, your friends on. Um, infuse cannabis, edibles, all of that. It's something to be educated about. It's something that's growing. It's a huge industry right now. Um, it's something to make sure that you yourself have knowledge on um, going forward. So, you know, tune in. Shout out Dinner at Mary's. We'll be back again next week on on Old Soul in the Young World with your host, Jesse Ellie. Give it up one time for the one time. I'ma leave it up for the full time. We give it up the same way. No need to front my baby. You don't need to hide what you feel inside. I know what, I know what you feel. I just wanna fly away. Than it needs to be you feel, cause I already know it, you've already shown it to me, you ain't gotta tell me what's what, cause I know you so well, I've already bought you, but fly, just fly with me baby, go into your favorite place, why don't you turn off your phone, don't tell your girlfriends no way, you already know what they'll 